the single mom of purpose also known as Tamara and I am coming on to talk about something that I personally am dealing with okay and um, I'm actually going to be reviewing a book about a subject that I am dealing with um, I'm going to be doing these every now and then. I've done um, some previously. I did a book review of T.D. Jake's um, latest book, Crushing. I did that uh, probably sometime last year, early this year. Um, but I'm going to be doing this book review on a book by John Eckhart. And I hope I said his last name right. But the book is titled Destroying the Spirit of Rejection. Receive love and acceptance and find healing. Okay. Um, I was going to do another book. But this one was just so... Um, what is the word? I can't think of the word. But... It's something that I'm currently dealing with, and I'm like, you know what, maybe I need to do a review of this book, and it's going to not only help somebody else, but help me as well. I had started reading this book probably at the beginning of this year. Uh, one of my friends had um, recommended me this book uh, because I was sharing with them some things that I had been dealing with, and I really couldn't put a, a word to it or, you know what it actually was but and speaking with this person and sharing some of the personal things that I have been dealing with um, this book was recommended and as I read the book it became clear to me what I was dealing with so I wanted to come on and talk about it and share some parts of the book with you guys because I know I cannot be the only one that you know deals with the spirit of rejection um, so I'm going to be starting in the introduction of the book. I'm not going to read everything in the book, or the, I'm only going to be doing the introduction and chapter one tonight, and then I'll come on, you know, and continue with the other chapters. But I'm just going to be picking and choosing some of the um, parts of the book that, you know, jumped out at me and just gives us you know, a little bit more, um, of what we're dealing with, okay, so again, the title of this book is Destroying the Spirit of Rejection, Receive Love and Acceptance and Find Healing, and it's by, by John Eckhart, okay, and the introduction is titled Robbed and Spoiled, the scripture that is referenced is Isaiah 42, 22 through 23, says this but this is a people robbed and despoiled they are all sneered in holes and they are hidden in prison houses they are for a prey and no one delivers for a spoil and no one says restore them who among you will give ear to this who will listen and hear for the first time to come and starting in the the book again i'm only picking out some pieces of um, the book to share i don't want to do a whole book to you guys so I'll start with this rejection is one of the most destructive demonic spirits to enter a person's life it is a spoiler 
One of the meanings of the verb spoil is ruin. Therefore, we see the rejection. Let me go back because I misspoke. Therefore, we see that rejection can ruin every life it encounters. The enemy uses rejection to rob people of their dignity, identity, position, power, and authority. Rejection wrecks havoc on people's lives, preventing them from experiencing the fullness and blessing of God. Rejection can be as simple as being told no or being turned down for an opportunity we wanted. Rejection can escalate to being told we don't fit in or we don't belong. We experience rejection on a regular basis at, at these levels. We even reject things that don't work for us. But the most damaging kind of rejection begins very early in life, many times through some kind of abuse, abandonment, or lack of love and affection from a parent. This type of rejection is common to many and sets us off on an unstable course in life that makes it difficult to handle any other rejection that we are short and come in contact with. We try all kinds of ways to cover up rejection. People-pleasing, attention-seeking, perfectionism, anger and bitterness, hard-heartedness, pride, isolation, addiction to drugs or alcohol, and sexual promiscuity. We use any number of things to either gain love and acceptance or to protect ourselves from being hurt again. Rejection is a vicious cycle that takes us deeper and deeper into sin and destruction. After it does its damage, rejection leaves lives desolated. ah, I can't even talk. Desolated and in ruins. I'm probably not saying that word right. In Isaiah 42, 23-23, the prophet Isaiah reveals the condition of the people of Israel after (laughs) after multiple attacks from surrounding enemies had left them desolated and in ruin. These verses also give a picture of what our lives are like after we have been raided and ravished by the enemy. Have you ever been robbed? If so, you know it's not a good feeling. You feel violated, exposed, unprotected, and vulnerable. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm trying to pronounce these words correctly, but I'm probably tired and not (laughs) saying them right. So please forgive me. Isaiah said that the Israelites were snared in holes and they are hidden in prison houses, verses 22. That's another terrible condition to be in a hole and in a prison. It's the feeling of being held captive and bound, not free to do anything. Verse 22 also says they are for prey. The word prey refers to being hunted, chased, or pursued. The Bible describes Satan as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. 1 Peter 5, 8. And this is possible, Lord, and this is probably the worst part of this scripture. <laughs> Let me go back. And this is probably the worst part of this passage of scripture. And no one delivers. Verses 22. There is no deliverance in sight for the people of Israel. It seemed there was no one who could do anything about their being in that situation. There was no one who would speak the word restore. 
but we know that there was one coming who would bring restoration to Israel, who would break out of their prison, and who would bring them into a place of fruitfulness and abundance. Okay, now I'm jumping around here, still in the introduction. The people of Israel were double-minded and rebellious. They were rejected and separated from God because of their disobedience and failure to keep his covenant. But still the children of Israel were God's covenant people. Remember the promise God made to Abraham. In Genesis 12:3. God promised Abraham that all families of the earth would be blessed through him. Through Abraham came the promised son Isaac, and then Jacob, who was named Israel, and his twelve sons, the twelve tribes of Israel. Now what just came to me is this. Even though we may be rejected by people, circumstances, even God, he still is going to keep his promise. Okay? So even though we were, were being rejected by people, that still doesn't take away from the promise that God has in our life. It still doesn't take away from him calling us to do a special purpose in the earth. So we can still be rejected and still be um, purpose-driven. We can still have purpose and still be, re be rejected, if that makes sense. Okay. One of the curses that were come upon them, wait, one of the curses that would come upon them would be actual physical captivity and bondage, which would result in destruction and des oh, why this word? desolation of their homes, cities, health, and all, all around livelihood. <laughs> Y'all excuse me. I've had a long day and I'm pretty sure I'm tired, and, but I wanted to get this done uh, because I don't want to... Um, get comfortable and not want to do it so I said you know let me get out here and do this I know it's late but let me come out here and get this done because I want to be obedient and get it out okay uh, let's see where else did I okay here so I'm finishing up the introduction with this the Lord is releasing this word to you today I am here to restore you and to return to you the years the locusts have eaten you will no longer be rejected would not be left in ruin you will come to me and i will accept you though it may seem that there is no one who will deliver a word of restoration into your life the lord is sending a word today to say be restored in this book we are going to expose a destructive spirit of rejection so that you will learn how to be set free how to restore the broken places in your life and how to walk in the blessing and abundance of god excuse me Rejection is not for you. God wants you to be free to love and to be loved. It is his whole plan for your life to know you can be fully accepted by him through his son. The spirit of rejection keeps you from being able to see and accept the perfect love that God has for you. Rejection needs to be broken from your life. The first step in doing that is identifying its roots in your life and then applying spiritual strategies to cast it out so that you can be a stable person. Excuse me, let me go back up. The first step in doing this is identifying its roots in your life and then applying spiritual strategies to cast it out so that you can be the stable person God wants you to be. That's what I want to be. I want to be a stable person okay the spirit of rejection that I'm dealing with Tim be a different kind of person 
I'm just going to be honest with y'all. I do not like to be rejected. Okay? It's something that I've, I've never liked. Okay? I didn't know what it was at the time, but I just did not like being rejected. It's like, when it happens and I know I'm being rejected, it's not a pretty sight, but... <laughs> It's not that bad, but it's bad, you know, and it's like something that I want to deal with. So I'm, I'm glad that someone took out the time to listen to me. And it was actually a counselor. I have a friend. I have a couple of friends that are counselors, but this particular friend, I was talking with her and I'm telling her everything that I'm dealing with. And she is the one that recommended this book. And I'm telling you, this book has been a lifesaver. Um... But after reading some of the chapters, I put it down because, oh, I think I'm good. But I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> so I had to get the book up again. And I said, you know what? Let me share this on my podcast because I know there's other people that are out there that's dealing with this. They may not have a name for it. So let me share and see if I can help somebody else because I definitely want to be helped. I definitely want to deal with this spirit of rejection I want to get it up off of my life up out of my life I want to be able to deal with it because everyone is not going to accept me everyone is not going to accept you so I want to find ways on how to better deal with it okay so let me jump on into chapter one and again I'm not going to read the whole chapter I'm just going to be picking out some parts that I have highlighted throughout the chapter to share and yeah that's what we're going to do. So beginning in chapter one, the title of chapter one says, how does rejection enter? And there is something that they shared here is by Noel and Phil Gibson. Not sure who they are, but let's see what they share. Having prayed for believers of many nations, I have come to this conclusion. The greatest undiagnosed, therefore untreated malady in the body of Christ today is rejection. Rejection, whether active or passive, real or imaginary, robs Jesus Christ of his rightful lordship in the life of his children and robs them of the vitality and quality of life that Jesus intended. I like that. I really like that. That's good. Okay. An open door to rejection comes when we do not receive the love and acceptance God created, created us to receive. Being loved and accepted is one of the... If I could just talk right and look right... Okay, I'm sorry, y'all. An open door to rejection comes when we do not receive the love and acceptance God created us to receive. Being loved and accepted is one of our basic human needs. We sometimes try to be strong and say we don't need anyone or that we don't care what people think. But this is not completely true. This may actually be a sign that we have experienced rejection at some point. God created in us a desire to love and to be loved and accepted. We need love from our families and from others. We especially need the love of God. If we don't get that love, we feel and experience rejection, which often manifests itself as either fear or pride. These are the two strongest manifestations of rejection. Fear says, I can no longer trust anyone. I have been hurt too badly, so I am afraid of commitment and close relationships. Pride says, I can do better by myself. Everyone has hurt me, and because of that, I don't need anyone in my life. I don't need help. I can make my own way. 
The enemy knows how to destroy us through rejection, and he will use fear and pride to open the door for all kinds of demonic oppression to come into our lives. Rejection is one of the most common de demons we deal with in deliverance ministry. It is the basis for double-mindedness. Rejection opens the door for rebellion, which gives the enemy a chance to set up two demonic personalities within an individual and suppress his or her personality so that a stable identity is never fully developed. The person grows up double-minded with rejection as an inward personality and rebellion as an outward personality. And I can definitely relate to that. Definitely can. Rejection is the doorway to double-mindedness. Demons associated with rejection make it almost impossible for individuals to develop into the true people God created them to be. They become ruled by these spirits and find themselves always trying to compensate for their lack of development and lack of confidence. They become rebellious in order to protect themselves from hurt and being taken advantage of. With rebellion comes bitterness, bitterness against people and life circumstances that have caused all kinds of hurt and trauma. Many people don't realize they have been rejected and how they themselves continue the cycle of rejection in their lives. You have most likely experienced a ripple effect of rejection through your life from parents, relatives, teachers, church leaders, supervisors, co-workers, and spouses who have been hurt and rejected and have reacted to you out of that spirit, causing you to experience rejection. And the early... 19th century psychologists identified disassociative identity disorder and adopted the term alter ego from the Latin for the other I, which is often defined as a second self, a second personality or persona within a person. Often the core personality is not aware of the actions performed of the alternate persona. People who have alter egos lead double lives. They operate through extreme dysfunction with multiple distant personalities called alters. I see them as demons. Demons have different person, distinct personalities and can enter a person's life causing them to act in uncharacteristic ways, such as the story of the demonized man in Mark 5. Okay. I don't know if I can agree with that part of it. <laughs> like, I don't know if that's me. I don't agree with that part. Okay, rejection from the womb. Rejection often begins at a young age. It can even start in the womb through prenatal curses, being unwanted or illegitimate, abandonment, birth order, adoption, or molestation. A person may receive a spirit of rejection because of the manner or timing of conception, for example. If the mother was raped or molested or was having an extramarital affair and became pregnant, children born under these circumstances may show a spirit of rejection. Also, children born out of wedlock or to parents who do not want them or who are strained on the family budget, the last of, large, of a large family or the middle child of a family often struggle with, with rejection. Okay, interesting. Okay, uh, generational rejection. Rejection can be passed down through generations of a family. Parents who have suffered from hereditary rejection or who have been rejected before marriage find it hard to show love and affection to their children. Of course they love their children, but because they don't come from a family that showed physical affection or said, I love you, 
I'm proud of you or other expressions of worth and value. They are unable to express love through physical contact. It is not uncommon to hear a parent say, we are not an affectionate family or we don't kiss and hug all over each other. This is sometimes read as there is something shameful about physical affection, therefore we are embarrassed to express it in that way. Through material things such as gifts, clothes, a nice bedroom, and toys are used to show love. Some children still grow up feeling rejected and insecure. Others grow up in homes where there is poverty and a feeling of never having enough. Children who grow up in homes like this can also feel rejected if the parents are ashamed or fear that they are not able to adequately provide for their families. A person can also be rejected by their family. This kind of rejection can be a result of abandonment by one or both parents, whether intentional or perceived. Abuse from authority figures, either emotional or physical. Being put into foster care, being put up for adoption, being born with birth defects, experiencing the death of a parent, parental neglect, or having overbearing or perfectionist parents. says more ways rejection enters during early stages of life and this is just a bunch of other ways that it can happen and there's quite a few here I'm going to read some of them so it says from parents relationship to each other witnessing the father abuse the mother living in a home with unhappy parents who argue fight or won't talk to each other only speaking to their children which causes the children to feel guilty and responsible Living in a home where one or both parents are alcoholics or drug abusers. From parents' relationships to their children. Being parented by a weak, apathetic, or passive father. Being raised by parents who show no active interest in one's progress in school, sports activities, or leisure time. Being parented by a father who shows more attention to his daughter's girlfriends than he does to his own daughter. Being constantly left home alone because of the parents' working hours or their disinterest in their children's welfare. Um, from sibling dynamics, having a terminally ill or mental challenged sibling who requires extensive medical care and attention. Receiving discipline that seems unfair, especially when it seems as if another member of the family always gets a pass and, everyone's, and is everyone's favorite. Um, from life-changing events or trauma. Having a close relative who committed a serious crime and is sentenced to serve prison time. Being a victim of sexual abuse or incest. From involuntary physical characteristics. Being a part of a racial minority. Being teased, bullied, or called names because of uncommon physical features. From a school, church, and other social groups. Being expelled from school for bad behavior. Being excluded from a desired social group. Being embarrassed by parents' religious beliefs. Okay, and this is a special word on parental rejection. Parental rejection is a very big open door to the enemy. All of us need love and approval. And we should get that approval from our parents. You can probably recall times when you were let down by your parents in significant ways. Which lets you what left you open to rejection. 
If you are struggling with issues of rejection and are reading this book for your own deliverance, know that you are preparing yourself to be the parent your children will need and perhaps a parent you didn't have. It is your job to be watchful so that an enemy will not use you to plant seeds of bitterness and rejection in the hearts of your children. The enemy will try to repeat the same patterns of rejection you experience and keep these patterns going from generation to generation. The devil tries to work on children at a young age, and through their parents, he will try to plant a seed of rejection in their hearts, causing them to grow up bitter and angry. This is why children need to go through deliverance. Because they have been rejected, these youth are angry and upset. What we tell them not to do, they are anxiously wanting to do. Half of the time, we don't know what our young people are doing when they leave the house. Some seem to have no interest in church or God, and we're left wondering what and left Lord, and we're left wondering what happened. Well, we have. I can just read this right. Well, as we have discussed, it started early on in their young lives. However, we can have the confidence that God has a plan to restore all the years of Ocas of Eden. You may not have made the right choices about who you hooked up with or what stage of life you were in when you brought a new life into the world. But as you grow in the knowledge of God, you can repent and get delivered and restored so that your children and your children's children will be shielded from the enemy. You can begin to repair the bridges so that they can walk in the covenant blessings of the Lord all the days of their life. The cycle of rejection, bitterness, and anger cannot stop you. Once you've been set free, your past choices do not have to ruin your life. You can confidently say, I am going to walk with God. God is going to forgive me and bless me. I'm going to raise my child the best way I can. I'm going to bind the devil. I'm going to protect my child and bring him or her up in the fear of God. I'm going to get around the anointing and the glory of God. My child and I are going to get under a good spiritual covering, a good church, and we are going to submit to spiritual authority. The devil cannot have my child. Devil, you are a liar. Single parents do this. If you are all, not already connected with a good church, find one with a godly pastor and get under his godly covering and authority. If you are a single mom or even, or even a single father needing help and support and you don't have to be out in the world trying to fight off devils and trying to get through society without any godly support. But specifically for single moms, God made woman to be covered. See Corinthians 1. I'm sorry. See 1 Corinthians 11.3. Okay, let me look that up really quickly and see what that says. One second. 1 Corinthians 11.3. But I want you to know that the head of every man is Christ, and the head of woman is man, and the head of Christ is God. Okay? And it goes on to say, this is not about superiority, for there is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free, and there is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And then it says Galatians 3.28. Let me find it for you guys and read that as well. Second. Galatians. 
this okay yeah that's just what he just read there is neither i mean that's what he had in the book there is neither jew nor greek there is neither slave nor free there is neither male nor female for you are all one in christ jesus okay we are all part of the seed of abraham we have been freed from any curse that subjugates women what i am talking about here is divine order so if your father so if your father is not a believer or is not providing spiritual covering for you as a single woman find a trustworthy apostolic father children and women were made to be covered you weren't made to be out in the world alone and unprotected okay and it goes on to talk about how much more do i have okay it's not too much more abuse and trauma can open the door to rejection another way that we can become tormented by rejection is through abuse or trauma physical sexual or verbal abuse are some of the most damaging things a person can go through these experiences can leave scars on a person's emotions to the point that some fail to develop and mature past the point in their lives that the abuse occurred they become stuck and unable to move past a season of their life abuse opens the door to various manifestations of rejection such as self-rejection and self-hate where the person either takes on self-destructive behaviors such as cutting and eating disorders or develops a spirit of infirmity as we'll see in a later chapter an individual can also develop a broken heart finding it difficult to sustain healthy relationships with others and impossible to move past the memory of the events that's something that i deal with didn't know it before now but before I read this book, but yes, that's something that I deal with. Um, and I believe that uh, rejection came into my life with the abuse and trauma that I experienced. Um, and I, I have a hard time um, sustaining healthy relationships with the opposite sex. So that's my thing. Um, let me see, where did I leave off at? Without strong prayer and deliverance, many can find themselves to be what? has been called unlucky in love demons can enter our lives through traumatic experiences webster's defines trauma as a disordered psychic or behavioral state resulting from severe mental or emotional stress or physical injury rape and incest are among the most prevalent and devastating experiences people around the world and throughout history have lived through let's look at them now and see how they open the door to rejection that's one of my um, areas is rape i was raped at an early age so this part of this book this chapter makes a lot of sense to me over the course of a lifetime a person can experience many difficulties but some of the most life-altering challenges involve sexual violations against one one's physical body Sexual assault or abuse is a violation that results in not only physical injury but also deep emotional scars. These, oh, sorry, this ungodly act can be an open door for, or for oppression by the enemy, often leaving a wake of destruction, depression, and manifestations of low self worth to wreak havoc on the victim's life. Ultra. As a result of being raped or sexually abused, a person may exhibit hurt, distrust, lust, perversion, anger, hatred, rage, bitterness, shame, guilt, and fear. Agreed. These are all manifestations of the rejection side of, double mind, of the double-minded spirit. 
If not discerned and cast out, demons take advantage of individuals in their weakened state, setting traps and vices to torment them for the rest of their lives. Sexual violations such as rape can also be a part of a generational curse. Doing deliverance ministry, it is sometimes discovered that a history of rape and sexual abuse has reoccurred throughout the bloodline. Okay, um, let me see. Okay, let me jump to this. Rejection later in life. As we grow older, we continue to experience rejection in various ways. The truth of it is that we are always encountering people who have also been rejected. And because of their rejection, they reject others, including you. Divorce to death of a loved one, I'm sorry, divorce to death of a, of a loved one or even health issues can continue the cycle of rejection into adulthood. Here are a list of, here is a brief list of how rejection shows up later in life. Being abandoned or divorced by a spouse, being widowed or cheated on by a spouse, being physically or mentally mistreated by a spouse, Feeling shame as a result of being convicted of a criminal offense. Serving time in prison. Serving long-term mental, emotional, or physical issues. And after ex exhausting all forms of professional help, still remaining ill. Um, oh, this is a good one. Experiencing a breakup and heartache. Hold on. Let me go back. Experiencing a breakup and heartbreak in a committed romantic relationship. Lord, I can definitely relate to that. Um, let's see. Being betrayed by trusted friends, mentors, or advisors. Look at that. Being terminated from a place of employment for incompetency or inability to find employment over a long period of time. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, that's some things that I can definitely relate to. Okay, let me... Okay, this is the last part of it. And it says, society, culture, or ethnic rejection. Racism, prejudice, bigotry, and other forms of oppression. Due to a person's cultural background, race, or ethnicity leave room for the spirit of rejection to take root. Jesus wants to deliver us all from feeling the need to promote this kind of rejection, and he has set a path of deliverance from, uh, for us to be set free from being oppressed by it. Though racism and various kinds of prejudice are not often discussed in our churches, they are brought to light and confronted in the Bible. Let's take a look at a couple examples. The story of Esau contains many different applications when it comes to the spirit of rejection. He was rejected because he sold his birthright, but his initial rejection led to a progression through which all of his descendants became open to rejection because of their bloodline. And this is coming out of Hebrews 12, 16 through 17, and it says this, Lest there be any sexual, immoral, or profane person as Esau, who for one morsel of food sold his birthright. For you know that afterward, when he wanted to inherit the blessing, he was rejected. For he found no place for repentance, though he sought it diligently with tears. Um, 
people who have suffered racial, ethnic, or cultural rejection come to Christ, they will need deliverance. Many African Americans need deliverance in this area because of generational issues dating back to American slavery. Native Americans are another group who have been severely oppressed generation after generation. They will need major deliverance as they accept Christ. God does not play favorites with any one group of people over another. Black, Native American, Jewish, Samaritan, Arabic, and any other people who have suffered rejection because of who they are can find deliverance and healing in Him. The history of certain people does not dictate their future. In Christ, you can be set free even if society norms of rejection don't seem to change. Pride, fear, anger, depression, low self-esteem, victim mentality, inferiority, poverty, and all other demons that manifest as a result of this kind of rejection do not have to be your lot. Okay, and it says, says, next we are going to look at rejection from another perspective, divine rejection. We don't teach this aspect of rejection very much in the church because we want people to know that God is love. While it is true that God is love, he still has standards and will not accept everything. Depending on the way divine rejection is handled, it can also bring ruin to our lives if we are not careful. Okay, so that is leading into chapter 2, which I will be back sometime this week to go over with. But I want to share personally um, something that I previously just read in here. And this is how I came to have to deal with the spirit again. And it was in the section rejection later in life. Okay, so I had been single for over 12 years okay I had stopped dating had stopped um, dealing with the opposite sex and during this time I'm thinking I'm dealing with all the stuff that I had to deal with you know being raped being molested being in domestic violence situations I'm thinking I'm dealing with all of this stuff but again I told you I didn't know that I had this spirit of rejection how did I come to know was it that I was dealing with it and how it showed back up later in my life um, is because of this experiencing a breakup and heartbreak in a committed romantic relationship that is for me what got me to finally realize that I was dealing with a spirit of rejection and having to go back and look at all this other stuff and basically start over dealing with all my stuff again um and it was not an easy thing it's still not an easy thing i'm I'm, this is like recent 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 i'm still dealing with all this stuff and you know here i am thinking like oh i'm good you know um i'm thinking that okay yeah i'm been single for 12 years i'm gonna be good with my husband find me and everything's gonna be all this and this and that i'm thinking it's gonna be all peaches and cream it wasn't because I still had this spirit of rejection that I never knew I had that I have to deal with. So I have to deal with this thing now. So when the right person does come along, then I'll be okay. I won't be perfect, but I'll be okay. I'll be in dealt with this. Um, And it's hard because you're thinking, well, I'm thinking after all this time that I'm good. 
know, not perfect, but I've dealt with most of the stuff that I know that I had to deal with. But that's the thing. There's it's always going to be something that's hiding that we don't know about. And, and when it comes up, it's like, okay, the right, the wrong person isn't going to help you deal with it. They're going to look at you like you're the problem. You're the reason why issues are coming up because you haven't dealt with this. But actuality is coming up because this particular person brought it back up. Yes, I need to deal with it, but it took this situation to bring it to light. So I can't really be even upset all the way with the situation because this is being brought to the forefront for me to have to deal with so I don't have to deal with it later on in life okay so while it's hurtful I'm glad it came up so I can deal with it and that's why I wanted to come on and share with you guys because we're not perfect you know many of us are completely whole I thought I was completely whole all those years that I was getting myself together and I had to be um, shown that I wasn't that I still got some stuff to deal with so this is what we're going to be talking about and this book has how many chapters has this book held let's see there are 12 chapters okay and we've already done the introduction in chapter 1 hurtful but it needs to be dealt with and so I could have easily 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 dealt with this you know by myself or in the privacy of my own home I didn't have to come on this podcast and share with you guys but I want to help other people I don't want to be getting myself together and not be able to help other people get their lives together as well Okay, and I'm going to tell you, it gets better. This is this is an awesome book. It really is. And I, I'm going to be honest with you guys. When I first started reading the book, I jumped around. I didn't even go in order. Okay, because some of the other chapters were so good. So, I hope you guys enjoyed chapter one. Okay. Um, it's a lot. That's a lot. And we're going to get through this together. You know, that's one thing that um, I've had to get comfortable with when um, God called me to become the person that I'm becoming. He already let me know that I'm going to have to be sharing my personal stories with you guys. And that's why I've already written. 19 books. I'm working on two books now. Um, and it's never taken me a long time to write a book. There's one book I'm working on right now. It's taken me over a year to get this book done because it's um, a lot to have to put out there. Stuff that I haven't really shared with anybody that I have to get out. Um, and the second book is on church hurt. Like I shared previously, you know, I'm a minister. I've experienced church hurt as a 
person in the pews and it's a person in the pulpit. And um, it's hurtful, but I have to share those stories so I can help other people and also help myself in talking about it. So prayerfully, I will have both of those books out the end of this year. I want to get to have them done by October, which is my birthday month, so prayerfully that will happen. But again, I've come on this evening to share uh, the uh, subject of rejection. The book that I have been reading out of is Destroying the Spirit of Rejection, Receive Love and Acceptance and Find Healing, and it's by John Eckhart. And if you don't know him, get to know him, okay? His books are amazing. This book here, oh my goodness, is probably my favorite book of all the books that he has, and he has a lot of books, okay? So, again, this is a single mom of purpose. I am on Instagram, um, Facebook, Tamara Purpose Driven. I have a Facebook group, which is called Kingdom Gals Ministries. Um, I have a website, www.tamaramccarthyenterprises.com. That's where I share my books at. I share my uh, blogs that I've been writing since the year of 2016. Um, you can find all of my books on Amazon. Um, and this is my podcast. So I thank you for listening. Um, you guys are always amazing. You guys always come through and listen to my podcast. So I just appreciate you guys so much. And I hope you're going to enjoy um, listening about the spirit of rejection. It's um, something that we need to know about. If you don't know about it, going through some things and it may seem something similar then hey continue to listen and let's get through this together okay so again i'll be coming on later in the week to share on chapter two have a good evening